0: Are you going in the direction that you want to go in? Are you going fast enough? And how long is it taking? So if you don't look at your speedometer and your odometer and are in the wrong direction, you'll never get to where you want to go.
1: Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey everyone,
0: welcome to Big Fat Real Estate Checks, the podcast where we give you as much value as possible. My name is Marco Kozlowski, I'm here with Francesco Galluccio and Gabriel Araish, also known as Superman, in his background today. Very excited today to uh, share with you some content that piggybacks on the last podcast if you have not listened to a the first 10 that explains asset-based lending what we do how we do it explains to you how you can get into buying cash flowing assets without using your money in fact getting paid to buy assets instead of bringing cash to the table once you have the right skill sets to do so listen to those and of course the last podcast where we uh, tried to define success or help you define success so you are not going through life you know without specific goals and understanding exactly what's important to you and how you're going to get those uh get those results and aligning yourself as well with the right people which actually is going to be our our next podcast so don't miss that. So the topic that was brought to light was and what we're going to be discussing today is the pivoting of when you realize that you're in a situation that you don't like or realize that you're not aligned with your goals and moving towards your definition of success and and getting there how to pivot or what signs you need to look for to make quick decisions in order to pivot and you know change directions as quickly as possible i know in many instances and situations relationships it took me years to figure out that i wasn't happy and then once i had that realization it took me another few years to figure out you know what to do next and lost a lot of time or on projects did the same thing or in partnerships so and now it's almost instantaneous if i don't like something i it's instantly pivoted if there's someone that in one of the businesses that i have that isn't doing what they're supposed to be doing they're immediately gone there's i know gable most likely discussed that as well and uh yeah so how to a see the signs and avoid years of pressure cooking not losing you know a lot of precious time in our lives because that's all we really have and how to navigate around that we'll do our best to have this discussion of course it's going to be different for everyone and what everyone's goals and you know issues are can't nail them all but at least give some insight on that and some situations some personal situations that we've had to go through in order to you know to pivot and pivot quickly so
2: who wants to go first frank do you want to go first you have a story first
3: Oh, well my story yeah it's basically what i mentioned in, in the previous podcast is my problem is i didn't pivot fast enough so i was with uh, you know if you know my story i was with this you know the federal government senior officer there had my fun there but i knew at a certain point and this is like going back i knew that i wasn't happy no more i knew that my goals weren't aligned with the government i got into the government just to again my seasonal goals was hey get into the government it's a secure job at least that's what everyone thought secure job you got your benefits get into a house get married all that jazz what everyone else wanted right but i was also came from a family of entrepreneurship i wanted to have my own business and to have your own business i needed money so that was my that was my pivot from going from college university into that job right away to gain that money so i can open up a business which i did eventually but it just took me a long time to do it and then when i wasn't uh, happy anymore with the government I was like you know what i had to turn a different leaf it wasn't aligning with my objective uh, my my goals anymore and my goals was i wanted to I wanted more money ultimately I wanted a certain lifestyle and the government wasn't going to give it to me even if I did climb that corporate ladder like I alluded to before when you're in you know when you're working for someone you can you, know, you can almost kind of predict what you're going to be making in you know 3 5 10 years even with modest increases each year which is not a bad thing but if if your objective was to okay you know what I want I want a home here in Toronto. I also want a home in, in Florida. I want to be able to travel between both of them and I want to do what I love doing, which is uh, something in business and that's why I gravitated to to real estate. I have a legal business and actually I just pivot from that. My legal business, I just shut it down. I just contact my attorney, uh, my CPA, sorry, to do the winding down because I know, like Marco, I know that was lingering, I don't want to do it no more. It's not aligning with my new objective and it's like it's taking too much of my time I got to cut it loose. I'm not going to do what they do with the government 24 years later. So I actually cut it loose right now. 2021 is the last year for my legal business. Not because I, it didn't make me money. It made me money, but it's not aligning no more with my, my goals. So learning to pivot right away when you see something or when you're going through something that you don't like doing no more, it's not enjoyable no more. Like you said, Marco times precious. And I don't want to be doing shit that I don't want to do no more. And that was one thing I don't want to, I want to focus my attention on on other aspects of my life and developing other adventures or joint ventures, if you want to call it, into something bigger and better. How long did it take you to realize
0: once you weren't happy, and then once you weren't happy, how long did it take you to actually pivot into
3: something else? Oh my God, with the government? Yeah. I think I was, uh, I overstayed my welcome by at least seven years. So that seven year period, could it be,
0: could it have been shortened? what would stop you from shortening that you know what seven years into six months or this is the 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 moment in time that i really want to focus on this podcast is what why is it seven years why not five years three years two years or six months or four days right so what uh, what you weren't happy day four and seven years later enough was enough and there had to be a An event of some kind that says, okay, now I'm really done. Like, I can't do this anymore. So how do we help the listener and ourselves in talking through this? Because this is not a conversation we've ever had as a team. How do we recognize our unhappiness in a situation or a project or anything that we're doing in our life and shortcut this misery so we're not wasting the precious time that we have on this planet? Because we have a limited amount of time and it's what we do with that time that matters, right? So how do we help each other
3: and the listener? for me it was fear of the unknown i didn't leave right away i knew i had to leave but i was fearful uh because at that time um uh, we were starting our family and my wife had a, a bridal shop that she closed just to be home with the kids until they went to school that was that was her goal i want to be i want to be with my kids till they go to school she didn't want you know to get a babysitter or whatever so in order to align that i had to stay with the government because i didn't know no other path i didn't know I knew I wanted to get into entrepreneurship, but I think it was mostly fear. Oh my goodness, if I get into something which is gonna involve money and time, what if I can't now support my current lifestyle that I built over the last 20-something years? I would be taking a step backwards. So it's the unknown and not having the right people in my life of that that unknown component. And I wanted to get into something. And well, when I dabbled and I you know, came across you, Marco, that's like, you know what, he can show me the path. I can align myself with him because he's already done it. And you need some. Res- so if to sum it up, fear is one thing. It's fear of failing and getting out of something. Because once you leave, then you know, kind of left. You're not going to go back. So I knew I had to leave, but I just didn't know how. That was a thing. I didn't know how and who to go to.
2: That's interesting because it's fear, you know, I guess, is a big part of most people's decision making, even though it, it's easy to say that it shouldn't. I think fear needs it's always going to be present it's just the way you or how much space you give it in your decision making that's going to change but i hear you man fear is i mean we've all gone through it to a certain extent i mean just i think being comfortable with being uncomfortable is, is kind of part of that process of being able to pivot quickly in my opinion because of that fear it's always going to be present every time there's change that's coming up or every time that there's change that's needed and you'll know when change is needed you'll feel it you're probably going to be miserable inside for a long time or hopefully not so long but i think that process of shortening it is going to depend on your ability to render yourself comfortable with being uncomfortable and being uncomfortable in this case is just making that change and living through the ups and downs that that change is going to come with knowing that the light at the end of the tunnel is always going to be a lot brighter than the one you're leaving so i think that's that's what going to help in the at least it, that's what helped me you know i've gone through many different changes in my life and and they weren't all easy and i think they're still not all easy but i think i just accept the fact that there's going to be a struggle in the process and understand that once i get through this struggle i'm going to become a you know a better person for it
0: well what if i'm uncomfortable being <laughs> uncomfortable staying in the situation that i'm in
2: but that's exactly what happened. Right? I had fear of fear of leaving the government,
3: but I also had fear of staying with the government that I wasn't but gonna achieve what I wanted well, to achieve. So your, yeah. your
0: fear your fear of staying at that point outweighed your fear of growth.
3: One hundred percent. So I had to be uncomfortable, get something out of my element, but I know being uncomfortable, that means I'm growing. I'm doing something. Uncomfortable doing the next thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: But you have to first recognize that you're uncomfortable. But how but many you know people, this? How many are listening right now and going through life? just making agreements with themselves only 3 more years to retirement only 5 more years when i retire i'm going to travel around the world like you've shared the story of someone I you did. met in the elevator and say go travel now never made it to retirement died before retirement you know we make agreements with ourselves to do things and push them off later doing by f- doing that right yeah. and send by fear and you're saying you know you you know we came across each other at the right time because had we met 7 years before you might not have been ready to learn the things that you've now learned, right? That tipping point, that pressure. What I'm trying to figure out is, can we shortcut the pressure cooker so instead of waiting seven years or five years, or Gabe, you went through school, you know, heavy exams, going through, you know, working for different people, having incredible, you know, opportunities in finance, going to very high levels, and still at one point made a decision, this isn't making me happy. Right, mm-hmm. and yep. then but
2: most stay there but that's comf- comfort it's a lot easier anything that's easy you're taking that way out i mean would it have been easy for me to stay in a six-figure job with a guaranteed retirement you're working 35 hours a week and, and and having pretty amazing retirement package yeah that would have been really easy I wasn't content I wasn't happy are there a million people that are in my situation where they're not or at that time where you're not happy in what you're millions. currently doing of course hundreds, hundreds of millions, millions. so yeah. why aren't they making a change It's, in my opinion it's just because it's a lot easier to stay and do what you're doing the comfort level of what you're getting versus the struggle that it's going to take in order to be able to make that change although making that change ultimately is always going to end up making you happier because then you're doing something that you're happy with now there might be also another factor which is, well i 'm not happy, but do I really what what else am I going to do what what else do I like doing like there was a period where i didn 't know what I wanted to do like I knew i wasn't happy in what I was doing, but i didn't know what else to do so until I figured that out there's really no point in making a change because i'm then i'm going nowhere I'm, it's like the blind leading the blind and so you have to know where you want to go you have to know what your passions are you have to know what you're going to enjoy doing and then just do it and I think I guess maybe that's where we're trying to get and how to get you to pivot from point A to point B but that's a lot of it has to do with your acceptance of being uncomfortable I think or or first of all you got to realize that there's something wrong but most people I think are good at that where they know when they're not happy. I mean, I can tell just by talking to someone if they're unhappy in what they're doing. So they should know if they're unhappy. And if you call them out on it, they'll tell you. I mean, most people maybe are in denial where they're like, no, no, it's good. This is how it's supposed to be because everybody else is unhappy doing what they're doing. But it's not because everybody else is unhappy that it's okay for you to be unhappy. You have a choice to make in life and you're choosing to be unhappy. So, you know, how to get you to change that mindset is is, it's going to be a lot of you, right? You have to realize that. Do you want to be happier and it's easy to say yes but by you wanting to be happy you have to actually do something about it you have to make put an end to it and i mean yeah we all know people that are in relationships that they have no business in being that you know you don't even understand how you can be married to this other human being you're clearly miserable you need to get out of this relationship but they don't because They just divorce is not well seen in their family or maybe there's children there that, you know, you feel like you're going to make them more harm without realizing that you being miserable and always scrapping it out with your significant other is probably has more detriment to your children than you being separated, for example. So there's a lot of, you know, that's and there's a, a lot of people that are in that situation and they choose to stay in that situation. So, I mean, there's a point where you as an individual have to make that choice of I have to be happy. And this is what needs to happen for me to be happy and then do it uh, but most most <clears throat> don't know what makes them happy exactly
0: what brings you joy right and it comes back to I don't want all these things but what do I really want so listen to the, pod, the last podcast yeah because you have to have clarity in your life these this is my perfect life here are all the things that I want in fact, I have an exercise that I do where on the right side of a piece of paper, you write all the things that you want out of life. Like if you have the perfect life, write all these things down. And on the left side of this line, uh, you write all the things that you're doing on a daily basis. And then you, I asked then, you know, circle all the things that you're doing every single day that are getting you closer to your goals and dreams. Most people have zero circles on exactly what they're doing every day to get there. So how the hell are you going to get to where you want to go if, everything that you're doing every single day is not getting you closer to your dream. So I think that exercise has to be done almost a monthly, quarterly, yearly basis. Are you going in that right direction? Because not making agreements with yourself that things are going to change without actually initiating that change. Because, you know, Gabe, you went through, you know, how long did it take you to realize, I asked Frank this question, I did ask you this question, how long did it take you to realize that you weren't happy doing what you're doing To a point of change
2: well it was a couple years at least three to four years where i knew that i didn't want to do this anymore so when i started at the securities regulator i really loved what i was doing i clearly see myself there for a long time because i really enjoyed that aspect but i always had and i mentioned this in the last podcast this dream of exiting a business so i knew that being there that was never going to happen there had to be a change and i think i was waiting for that moment where an opportunity would present itself where a company would want me in their in their corporation with that they were a private company with maybe an eye of IPOing in you know three to five years, and that I can be part of that process and helping them get there because of my experience. That was one scenario I had in mind, and saying, okay, well, it's just a question of me getting more experience here so I can become better at what I do, because that's exactly the type of individual that an entity wanting to exit is going to need. So I had a clear path on my career as to how I wanted to get to my objective of exiting. And then but then remaining an employee, and as I kept moving forward at that company, I realized that there was a lot of you know politics in, in, internally and that not everyone was necessarily treated equally the way they should be based on the regulation. And that's when I realized I can't stay here because my values don't reflect what their values are. And that's when I knew there was a, a trigger. So, But rather than be fearful of making a change, I started making the change. Maybe it's just luck of the draw where i kind of met you and the process of real estate the way it's done right because i you know i've always like i said i've always had this entrepreneur in me so i did do real estate right away i understood that real estate was the right vehicle i just didn't educate myself and i i did i did it wrong so i had to start over and i think there was that fear in me where i tried real estate and it and i failed miserably you know is is am i doing this all over again and you know just expecting a different result am i insane basically and i You know, meeting you and doing the, um, I guess, following your process and the mentorship was to that's how I convinced myself that I was doing real estate differently and that I wasn't insane, that it was just I needed guidance to get it done but I was willing to sacrifice. I was willing to do things that other people will never do in their lives. And and that, that's just working all day and then putting the kids to bed and then working all night if I had to, with missing a lot of sleep in order to achieve a small goal, which is to create some recurring income where I can then get comfortable leaving my job because of what I've created and then be able to build on that. So that took me about three years to do, but I think once I was, I knew I was unhappy, I did do something to change because it just, it wasn't uh, like peeling off the band-aid. It was uh, kind of a structured, you know, more long-term type of change. And maybe it hurt me in the process because I did, you know, I didn't sleep much in those three years. I lost a lot of hair you know yeah well hair amongst other things you know a lot of time with friends and I I think I lost a few friends maybe ultimately that's a good thing but I am where I am today and that's that's a lot better than where I was back then so I think ultimately I did make the right choice you know could it been quicker could have been done differently I'm sure I could have done this you know 20 different ways but this is the path I decided to take based on my comfort level at that time
0: yeah I know we're, uh, we're short on time. I'm trying to find a visual that will help the listener understand things as simply as possible. When you're driving a car, you have a speedometer and an odometer. And going through life, you need to see if you're going in the right direction. Are you really going towards a destination in the situation, the car that you're in, and the, the machinery and your surroundings that you're the vehicle you have? Are you going in the goal in the direction that you want to go in? Are you going fast enough? And how long is it taking? So if you don't look at your speedometer and your odometer and are in the wrong direction, you're going to never get to where you want to go. And if you aren't clear as to how to get to your destination, you get a GPS. You get a series of mechanisms, people that have been there, a sensei, a mentor, someone uh, uh, someone that has the experience. You invest in that machine and it tells you how to get there with The right speed and accuracy if i can distill all that and you just have to know where you want to go how fast you want to get there and take measures to is are the actions that you're taking getting you exactly where you need to be and when
3: go ahead frank sorry and i was going to say and don't take detours that are unnecessary so what you were saying before you'll know immediately right now if you have a partner or someone that's in your group or in your team or whatever that's not uh clearly aligned with your goal or objective you dismiss it and a lot of people are easy to just say you know agree to everything just because they don't want to hurt the other person's fe- feelings They're like yeah sure i'll help you out with that i'll do that i'll do that but it's not it's not bringing you in that same direction where you should be and you know when reading the book who not now they also state on there it's, it's people make are very is it who not now who, who not how not who not how forget me <laughs> so what, they make a distinctive thing. Put it in the library. So, <laughs> library yes put it in the library yeah, with the Frank- friggin- secondary who Frank- not generic. how who not how <clears throat> Actually, there was a, in the second chapter, there was who, not now, which I was going to bring it to the Arthur's attention. There was a typo there. So that's where I probably got it from. But anyways, in there, they had some lessons where if it doesn't align, you're quick to say yes or no. Those that are successful know what you want. You know whatever you're going to get into. Is this going to help my cause or not? And you can make a decision on the diamond, not procrastinate it, or not You know, fish someone along, along the way. So making that distinct decision, yes, this is going to help me and that other person or it's not let me just continue moving or driving in this case
0: yeah is it serving or not serving and is it you know is it is it the right direction that we want to get into in speed so i think we nailed it as much as we can for now at least and hopefully this was helpful make sure that you're clear in what you want align yourself with is this what you're doing now really serving you and if it's not how are you there are people there 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 are who's that can help you give you feedback to get back into onto the path that you really need to. And sometimes it will be painful, and it has to be. And it's not gonna be easy, but you're gonna be very grateful that you went through the process. As Gabe said, he, he, there were actions that were taken that he had, to, he had to give up something in order to get exactly the life that he wants. And if you want the life that you want, there has to be things that you're willing to let go of in order to get really what you want out of life. And on that, guys, Appreciate you both. Listener, like it, love it, share it. Hopefully this was very valuable. Appreciate you very much. Have a fantastic life by being clear as to what you want, exactly how you're going to get there, have clarity and surround yourself with the right people that will help you get there and achieve those goals. Crush it. Bye for now.
1: If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for life starts by finding deals and it's easier than you think. Simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to GetDealsByTuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode.